Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve O. Steve. And I got my brothers from another mother. I will keep telling y'all that over and over again. My two best friends. We're happy and we're singing and we're brothers. Give me a high five. <laughs> Tommy T and G. What's hey, happening? Man. So on today's episode, man, we bringing it back. We're reviewing an album. Not only are we reviewing an album, we're reviewing an album that I can arguably might say for 2021, because it dropped 2021. Yeah. It may it may be album of the year. Well, not album, but it's, RB it's too, album of the year. I was year. gonna say, man, it's too early to call album of the year, man. Well, Still waiting RB on Drake. album of the year. We can probably <laughs> say hey. album of the month. For sure, we say so album far it's album of the year. Yeah, so yeah, far, so okay, far, so, so, far. Yeah. so far gone. But uh, nevertheless, we will we will we will be reviewing Jasmine Sullivan's album Hotels. Is a hotel a hoax tale? I no, think it's hoax. It's hoax. Okay, I made yeah. sure. Um, if y'all don't know, if y'all haven't heard it, man, go check out this album. It is an incredible album. I will warn you. It says fourteen records, but honestly, it's seven records and seven. Uh, skits, but we're gonna get all into that today. Not only that, we do have what's in your speaker, so get your pens, your pads, get your Apple Music, get your Spotify, get whatever you got, and get ready to start, you know, figuring out who you're gonna listen to for the week. And then also, man, we got the news, and you know who we're gonna be talking about in the news TI and Tiny, of course, as well as a host of other things. So without further ado, please, 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 if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, wherever you get your podcast fixed from, please subscribe. And also, if you are checking us out on YouTube, on the 3Amp Media YouTube page, please, please punch that button over there. Don't punch the computer for real, because I'm not paying for it. <laughs> but punch that button over there with the bell on it. Please subscribe. And, and jump down in the comments, man. We like to talk to y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, also, visit www.com. 3mmedia.com. Uh, and then, without further ado, man, let's hop into it. Yeah. Man, Bro. I thought you was going to come after that with some Memphis stuff, with some Memphis. And be like, yeah, man, I was waiting for I was like, I was like, all right. G live agree. today. <laughs> nah, bro, I can't even give y'all that for free, bro. That's <laughs> Memphis told me you got the game is to be sold, not told. Not to bro. be like, told. Man. Nigga can't man, just be man. giving away shit for free. That's not how they work. Uh, not these days. Mm-mm. That's too funny, hey, man. Hey, not at all. So, man, how y'all weeks been? Man, it's been, it's been, it's been a pretty night, good week, it's man. It's been a decent week. Yeah. Word. Can't I can't complain. I can't complain. That sounds right. good to me. My week's been pretty good. It's actually been super busy. So, yeah. man, getting these, getting, trying to get these folks in homes, man. And, I and, see you, bro. And stack this you. paper. So, yeah. Yeah, man. You always got to stack that paper, man. Always. Oh, Ever yeah. since I wasn't, I've been, I don't know why popping my collar came on. Either. I'm trying to think of something either. from uh, <laughs> Hustle and Flow. I felt like they had something on there for stacking I was trying to see where paper. you was going with that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about Hustle and Flow. I was like, shoot, what, what was the song? But yeah. Well, he yeah. do say you better put that money in my hand. Uh, in my hand. In my, in my hand. That, that's probably what I was 
Yeah. Thinking about, but it wasn't in the chorus. So. Man. <laughs> it is. It's at the end of the chorus. They, all right, I know they better somewhere. put that money in my hand. In my yeah, hand. absolutely. I know you sick of sick of. Like a look. Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> the good old days, man. The good old days. Man. All right, man. G, what you, what you got for us, G? Bro, okay, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to do something a little different. First, we're going to definitely go through the... Uh, the listing of things you heard this this week, where you've been musically this week. But then I got a little bit of a twist at the end of it. So I'm going to kick it off with some of the stuff that I heard this week. For whatever fucking reason, for whatever reason, I caught myself listening to a whole bunch of Lil John and Eastside Boys this week. And I was like, bruh, <laughs> this shit was bumping, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> this shit was bumping. I was sitting there listening to Real Nigga Roll Call with Ice Cube. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm finna go on the adventure. <laughs> and so I started listening to some everything. I listened to Kid Crunk featuring Bo Hagen. I had to listen to The Blow off of that giant. Yep. I went to the, uh, the Peels, the Yak. Man, the I went to Bia Bia. <laughs> I went to uh, the song Ooh Na Na with uh, Devin the Dude. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got to some kind of way from there, I guess from Bia Bia, I jumped to Sierra. Oh, featuring Ludacris, because <laughs> I like that verse a lot. Um, then from there, I got into some Vince Staples from, uh, what's that, FM, that album. I saw that y'all had posted in the Slack to listen to the Yellow Beezy songs. I heard that song, Star. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, I finally heard Adderall, that Corvette, Corvette song. I had never yeah, heard it before. Really? I know we had talked about it a little bit, but I still had never heard it. So I, I finally listened to that. Um, Brent Fiez and uh, Tyler, the creator, put out a song called Gravity. I like that song. Um, that just kind of let the shuffle play, honestly, after that. So it played a variety of stuff. Um, and then I had listened to, of course, I had to listen to Jasmine Sullivan Hotels so I could be prepared for today. And I was going to listen to it twice, but as I got to the end, I started noticing something. And I was like, I don't know if I got to listen again. And so I had jumped into like an interview she did with Genius. Um, but that's pretty much my week, man. I listened to those things and I listened to that interview. And of course, I was on that Jasmine Sullivan album too. Um, I'm gonna pass it over to Tommy. What you um, mean on this week, man? What's been in your speaker? Man, it's been a it's, it was a short week, or it's gonna be a short list for you, boy. Um, first off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this one out the way. Jasmine Sullivan, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, been listening to that. But then um, I got to Erica Banks, the Busset girl. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Bruh, like I was listening. Like, and she on that, what's the name of the song too? What? Uh, she she's the one on that's the, on there with, yeah, uh, with Yellow Star. Yeah. yeah. She's on that one too. Um, but I got to Yellow Beezy from her. Yeah. Like basically. And uh, bro, she's straight. Mm. Like she's super straight, man. Um, of course, Busset came from all this, the Busset challenge yeah. or whatnot. Um, what else I, I got on here? Um, what is it? BRS cash, cash only hmm. throw baby guy. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. So he came out with, I guess it's an album. Um, so I checked that out. It's straight. It's what you expected, expected to be, you yep. know, um, listen to Lil John. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, featuring Ice Cube, that song, and somehow I don't know how I got here, 
but I made it to Project Pat. <laughs> like, it's always a good day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I got here, but I went through Getty Green, Murders and Robbers, um, Mr. Don't Play. And that's as far as I got with uh I got Project Pat. Dope. Right. Um yeah. yeah, and I think that's it, man. Hey, what what interview you said you listened to with, with Jasmine Sullivan? It's uh the genius uh for the record. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Cause I know I was like, dang man, I wish I had some interviews to kind of like listen to. Yeah. Um, I had about 30 minutes before we got started, and I was yeah. like, I gotta listen to one of them, and that was the one that would fit right, in that right. slot. Um, what else was oh, it was a couple of songs too, just singles, uh No the Rules, Tokyo Jets and TI, Conga with Meek Mill, Leslie Grace, and Boy Wonder. Yeah. Um, At My Worst, Pink Sweat and Kalani. Damn, I wanted to listen to that. I'm honestly, bro, I can't tell you if it's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen? <laughs> I, like I listened to it, but it was like I'm gonna come back to it. It's one of those mm-hmm. I gotta come back to. Cause Pink Sweat, he hit a miss with me, man. I normally fuck with Kalani. Yeah. I like her, but like Pink Sweat, man, he he got a few that I like, but then it's like some you be like, bro, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. You know. But um, yeah, that's that's my week, man. All right, all right. Steve O Steve. Yo, yo. Nashville, bro. What, what you got for us this week, bro? Tell us about your long extended list. <laughs> oh man, because you know it's coming. So, mm-hmm. uh, man, so I can't remember how exactly I got here. I want to say it was something y'all put in the Slack. One of you, uh, oh, it might have been G. Might have put yeah, it. There. Had to be. I don't know. Uh, but Scarface. Um, yeah, I think it was G that put it in the Slack. Something about Scar. Something that included Scarface. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, Mister. Uh, well, it wasn't Mister Untouchable. It's the Untouchable. That album was like one of my favorite albums from Scarface. Damn, um, I gotta go look that up. I don't remember mm-hmm. what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. what it was too. Uh, but no, nah, it was a list that you put in there. That's it what a, it was. Yeah, man, we gotta do something about that too. Yeah, we might we might review that list uh probably week after next. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but man, I went and you know what? I'm disappointed with Apple Music. Uh, I don't know who fault it is, but Apple Music didn't. Uh, Apple sometimes on Apple Music I go look for an album that's you know a little older, and I get the chopped and screwed version, but I don't mm-hmm. get the original version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I couldn't really listen to it, so I tried to listen to the. Uh, uh, I tried. I listened to a couple of tracks off of Scarface Greatest Hits. So that was really it. Uh, after that, man, I, I just started going down my Houston road. Man, I found Bum B, listened to Trill. If y'all remember Trill, that was the first album Bum B put out by himself. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember yeah. that. I got yeah, that, man. Uh, that, hey, book. that was hard. That was yeah, hard. It was, bro. All yeah. I was thinking about is, uh, could we, good drink, yep. big money, man. <laughs> hey. uh, if you're a student and, and you with Bun, and, and Bun's your teacher, I think, I think, is he at Howard or is he at Houston? He's in one of them schools, yeah. yeah. I can't hey. remember which one. Get the whole class to come in there and sing that one. Get throw. <laughs> uh, man, after that, man, I, f- I was in a Pimp C mood, man. Long live Pimp C, man. One of my favorite albums from Pimp C is the Sweet James Jones. Uh, Sweet James Jones stories. Man, I love that album. I'm a hog in the game. Uh, one of my favorite records off of that, and that's the first record, actually. Uh, 
Man, go check out, man, uh, Pimp C's uh, album before, the late Pimp C's album before he left. Uh, then I found Bunsby's, Bumby's Gangsta Grills, the Legend series. Uh, mm. It was cool. It was cool, man. Bumby was, Bum was rapping over a bunch of stuff. It was, some of it was kind of funny now you look back at it like, Bun, you, you didn't need to rap over that. But, hey, it's Gangsta Grills, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Uh, after that, I traveled up to New York, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm a big Jim Jones fan. I rock with Jim Jones, One Eye, Capo, Willie Status, Berg, you know, all that. Um, Him and French Montana have been beefing for a minute, right? Yeah. I just, I don't know where I've been, but I just got word. Him and French are good now. Well, I don't know how good, but I guess they squashed the beef. They got a record out. It's called Too Late. Look here. Check that record out. It's dope. Uh, I'm happy to see French and Jim on the same record and getting it together. And then after that, I end up listening to uh, French's album, uh, CB5, which I know I've said it before. I felt like French ain't been French, but I ended up going to listen to that album. And the album ain't bad. It really, really isn't bad. Um, after that, I went on over there to listen to uh, El Capo, which is Jim Jones' newest album, the deluxe version. And then after that, just like Tommy said, I got on some Project Pat Getty Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my boy Jody, because he actually sent me the record. Uh, no, no, he didn't. He posted it on Instagram. And I was like, man, I'm feeling this to some Getty Green. Uh, yeah. As well as G. G was posting a lot of Project Pat. I was like, <laughs> I'm in a Project Pat mood. So that's probably how I, I got, got on Project too, Pat, man. man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've, I maybe one day we do a retro bro. album review. Project I think that would so be fun. Fun, bro. Let's let's do Mr. Don't Play, please. That might oh, be yeah. so bad. Absolutely. We got to. <laughs> um after that, man, I got to DJ Scream. He has an album called Family, uh Deluxe. And DJ Scream. Actually, this ain't is this Scream? No, Scheme. My bad. Not oh, Scream. Man. Sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But it's called Family. And uh it's it's actually pretty good. Of course, it's you know it's a compilation type, yeah. so there's a lot of artists on there. And man, it was rocking out, so I enjoyed it. Uh, after that, I went over to Lil Dirt. He dropped uh, the Voices, the Deluxe with King Von on the front. Hey, that's the Dirk I need. Uh, I know I've been a little vocal on Dirk and where he was in the middle ground, but this mm-hmm. Dirk right here, that's what mm-hmm. I want. He got a song on there. With uh Pooh Shice called Should Have Ducked. Yeah, go go enjoy that one. <laughs> After that, uh man, I went down to Cash Money Road, man. I listened to BG, it's all on you, volume two. I listen to Hot Boys, get it how you live. Hey, look here. For the people that don't know, before there was Hot Boys Guerrilla Warfare, there was Hot Boys Get It How You Live, and it had 50 shots on it. Go listen to that. Do your homework. I'd be so surprised by how many people don't know, like, people before, you yeah. know, before they became who they were. So go back and check yeah. that out. Uh, I listened to Guerrilla Warfare, and then I ended my day with Jasmine Sullivan, Whole Tales. Woo! Man, I'm done. Yeah, that was that was my week. I got through it. You did, man. Catch your breath, right, man. Right. Catch your breath. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Go ahead. Oh, man. man. Look, Bruh, I'm sitting me, up uh, here like, man, what else did he say? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else you need? Nah, I got everything, man. You wrote everything, everything down, man. 
Yeah. yeah. So you, what you got to do is when you write this shit down, you got to like take a little picture and send that to me because I be missing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> bro, okay. Before we move on to like the news and everything, I want to throw something else at y'all right quick, bro. I thought this would be the perfect place to do it. I was on Twitter earlier this week and I ran past this tweet. And the tweet is it just simply says 10 out of 10 song stuck on a 7 out of 10 album. And it mm. made me think about different albums I've heard where it's like, it's a really good ass song or maybe two or three songs on there that's really, really, really good. But the album overall is not that fucking good. <laughs> and you yeah. just be sitting there thinking like, damn, I wish they would have done more of these. Or sometimes you'll listen to an album and it'll have a couple cuts that's really, really good, maybe they tens. And you think of the whole album as a 10, mm-hmm. even though it's not really a 10, it's just, it's on the strength of that song or on the strength of those songs. Yeah. Um, and I was just, I just was curious to see if y'all could think of some examples of like an album that ain't really all that of an album, not to say it's trash, but just like, it's not that great of an album, but like it has a song on there or maybe two songs on there. It's just like, bro, this, this shit right here, cold. I don't care about the rest of the album, but this right here is cold. Oh man, Kanye West, uh, Ed Waste and Heartbeats. Which song are you talking about? I'm, I honestly don't know which song is cold because I, I definitely put this album out of, of like, like Kanye's albums. Uh, his discography. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, there's no way Kanye made a whole album that I was like was completely trash. Mm. So I'm assuming. It's one mm. song. Like when you said that, I was like, this album to me is completely trash, but I'm assuming it was one song on that. I was like, all right. <laughs> I really did like Heartless on that. Yeah, yeah, I like that song. But like I'm I can I can see what you're saying on that. Yeah. It's not like when I turn that on, I'm gonna just let that jump rock. No. Nah. I'm probably gonna skip around to certain songs on that album. Kanye, I feel like Kanye did that a lot though. Hmm. Like you think Kanye did what had like a, had great. a trash album, but it had a few songs on there that was that was dope. Oh, that's what I was thinking is, uh, I feel like in the past that was more likely to happen because of how like people had to sell records, like physical copies yeah. and stuff, and like they they pushed singles a little bit more back yeah. in the day, and and so you get an album and you really buying the album off the strength of the single. Rather mm-hmm. than like, I just want to hear what this person has to say. It's just like this song, fine. So I'm gonna buy this whole album, which now you don't necessarily have to do that. You can just get the song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can just go in there and just download the song that you want. And then if you are curious, you can go and try to download more songs. Um, but or just listen to other songs, but you don't really have to do that shit. Um I know uh that was a fire ass question, bro. <laughs> I know that shit was, like, that that shit was crazy. When I read it, I was like, damn, that shit made me think. Like, you got to be up here thinking, too. I posted in the uh, Slack one time. There's uh, a lady named, Un- not not on your day, Andrea Triana. And she has an album like that. And it's called uh, Lost, Lost Where I Belong. And like, it's two songs on there that I fuck with tough. I'm like, nigga, it, one of them is like the. Uh, the title track, which is Lost Where I Belong. And then the other one is called Draw the Stars. And I mm-hmm. really like both of them songs. But then like the rest of the album is just like, <laughs> I don't need this. 
<laughs> and I'm and I feel kind of deceived. I was like, "Hold up, bro! It's supposed to sound like this, but it didn't sound like that." Um, and I remember listening to um, the Joe Budden podcast one time. One of the guys on their parts was saying he felt that way about the Young Bloods album with mm-hmm. '85 Southbound on it. He said '85 Southbound was like the thing that drew him in, and then he listened to the rest of the album. He was like, like, "This don't sound this? like '85 Southbound." <laughs> <laughs> But 85 Southbound is a classic ass song. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oof. I know it's plenty of them, but I, I can't. Like, I, I need some time to find it. Yeah. Uh, shoot, man. Yeah, that that's one I gotta take some take some time to figure out uh, figure out which ones. Cause I, I know I do it on a regular. Like I go find the record mm-hmm. and then uh, let me see. I might, you know what? Hold up. I might have it in one of the. Cause I'll be making a little mix where, like, all I want to hear is this one record. Mm-hmm. And actually, I know the record. It's more of a. Uh, well, it's not as recent. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up real quick and in my thing here. Uh, but I know one record for sure that I enjoy the record a lot, but I did not. But yeah, I didn't want to hear the album at all. And I'm gonna say it was oh yeah, that wine that wine W Melly, Murder on My Mind. Yeah, that yeah. song right there. Yeah. Was is that amazing. Is that the song that he was talking about? Uh mm-hmm. well, that's he, the song that they, you know what I'm saying, allegedly said that he was talking about the murder that he committed. Yeah. Uh that song is hard. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> that song uh, is tough. It's ridiculous. But the rest of the album itself trash. I ain't gonna say it's trash. That's it's like thing. it ain't gotta be okay. Trash. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's it not. Just, it doesn't live trash. up to that single. Yeah, but like that they single, say on so, yeah. Twitter, they be saying it's mid, and it's like it's, yeah, that, that shit just mid like a motherfucker. And it's I'm looking at right now another example of it is a uh, gold link that's on crew he got with yep. uh, yeah, Fires, yeah, uh, Shock Lizzy, and it's like yep. I don't listen to nothing else on that album. I don't even think I've ever even listened to the album. I'm not interested to listen his, to the album. It name? might be uh, a five song on there. Anime is that his name? Anime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, an, yeah. An, anime. Yeah. Uh, what's the, the Carolyn? Or uh, I think it's the name of the song Caroline. or something. Yeah, Caroline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That song bumping, but it <laughs> it's like, but bro, do you need up. to listen to a whole uh, Amine album? I don't know. You're right. Because <laughs> when I did do that, I was like, why I do this? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey. I was trying to give it a chance, but it was like, no. Nah, right, right. Um, yeah. I'm going to throw one out here just to see what y'all think. Mystical, let's get ready. I let's feel like ready. that one does not live up to the other albums, but the singles on that jump was Danger, Shake mm. Your Ass, mm. and uh, I think... Uh, I think those were the two singles off that one. Yeah, and that's from that time yeah. period I was talking about, where like you push the single to sell the album. Yeah, because those can, two I can songs see that it is shake your ass, watch yourself. That's a, it's a ten, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. But then you get to the album, you're like, uh, I don't know. I, I can thought see it was one. gonna get better. He got a, he got a couple songs on there that, um, you know. I can see that one more than the than the Kanye. Uh, I, I say that because it's a biased thing with me because I think 808 and Heartbreaks were like was like a trash album. 
Mm. In my opinion, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and definitely uh, ain't the the popular album, but yeah, it definitely ain't the most popular album. It was right. his experimental one, mm-hmm. uh, but I I think people found bits and pieces to make it seem like it was right, up there. right, um, <laughs> yeah. But nah, I, yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, uh, it's, it's probably countless. Bro, oh, yeah, you know it's it plenty. Is. It's plenty. Like, uh, right, we could be out here. For like, days. I hate to issue on one person, but Ja Rule's albums were oh, like that. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he consistently. The one he had, um, <laughs> the one he had, uh, let me see, the one he had, the single with Bobby Brown. Um, and I said, song with Bobby Brown? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was off of. Now, Vinny Vinny Vinci was dope. Um, was that the first, the, last one? Which one was the first one? Vinny Vinny Vinci. Yeah, that one mm. was dope. But the last temptation, uh, Thug Love featuring Bobby Brown. Mm. I only listened to that album. I bought the album, but I only listened to it for Thug Love with him and Bobby Brown. Uh, Y'all and maybe one or two other records. 2012. Yeah, no, 2002. Nah, you said 2012. He got something in 2012 too. Oh yeah, he's still recording. Yeah, Vinny Vinny Vici was probably his best out. Rule three thirty six was straight. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, uh, like G say, like some of these artists ain't garbage artists, but that don't mean that they ain't gonna have one or two duds. And then you're like, uh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I'm no mercy. Uh, go ahead. I was say no mercy with Tip. I, I didn't. I only listen to like a few songs on there. And the rest of it, I was just kind of like, uh, damn, I'm cool. trying to think which one of the tip songs I would be like, the album. I would probably say T.I. versus T.I.P. I love T.I. versus T.I.P. for some reason. I didn't like that job, bro. Yeah. I was the only person who liked it. Right? Probably. <laughs> you still yeah. the only one who liked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got what was going on. Like, you had T.I. and you yeah. had T.I.P. Yeah. So I was like, all right. You know, uh, now I say this, it was, it was some mid. Uh, because <laughs> I probably like the T.I.P. part of the album more than the T.I. album. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it was a concept album that I was putting together and mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't buy like, it. I appreciate it. you for trying, but no. Yeah, yeah. But, he, but don't he do that again. He valued effort, too. <laughs> yeah. But, that, but don't do that again. <laughs> I ain't gotta do that, bro. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I think that those kind of still, maybe it was a, a symptom of a, a certain time period, for real, when they was yeah. pushing those singles like that. Because uh, I think I think, well, I don't know, because nowadays it's, sometimes you just got an album full of fucking singles. Uh, yeah, which I don't, I don't like that shit either. No, it's like it, you didn't tell exhausting. me no story. You just like giving me a bunch of shit that you think might be played on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I don't like that either. Like I want you to tell me a story, kind of take me on a journey, create a world, that kind of thing. And you don't feel like you get that from it. And maybe that's just like those people don't really know how to build an album. Um, they just yeah know how to make a song and so they make a bunch of songs. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm going to give you another one, man, and I'm done. Okay. G-Unit, Beg for Mercy. Oh, no. <laughs> and what, what song is the uh, the good song? Uh, Teach you how to stunt? <laughs> nah, I, 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 I got to completely disagree with you on that. Because <laughs> I don't even think you can, like, what, what song was your I song? I don't even know their songs like? off of this album, man. Like I got I'm, I think I'm peeking on G Unit, man. I think so. I think they was trash together. <laughs> I think I they, they was hot they garbage. Was I think Tony no. Yayo was was it no nah, who's no, nah, yeah, it was Tony Yayo. I yeah. didn't like him rapping. Um 
I didn't think he could rap. Lloyd Banks was straight. Um, and 50 Cent was 50 Cent at that time. He was hot. Mm. Um, but yeah, together, I didn't think they put like a good, like, I don't think they was a good group. Oh, like they song choice wasn't good to me and everything. So I'll let, let you have that one. But that's me. That's me though. <laughs> I always say that's me though. I wasn't a huge fan of, of 50 Cent. Like he had that one album, but that's you know, the rest of them. What was the other 50 Cent album he had? Uh the one that, that was the first one was uh Get Rich or Die Trying, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a movie too, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Man, he had uh was it came out after that? Um what was the one after that? I don't remember what was after uh The Massacre, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was after that. And then Curtis. The Massacre was okay, but you could tell Curtis. like for me it kept going down, down, down. Mm. Like I didn't I don't even think I listened to Curtis. I don't think I ever <laughs> <to Curtis. laughs> I've got yeah. All of 50 albums set for uh, Animal Ambition. Huh. Yeah. I got all fifth albums set for that Animal Ambition. And I don't know what this Baby by Me album they put. I don't think that was an album, but no, nah, I, I got all those. Yeah. But yeah. you, okay. So remember that the statement was a 10 out of 10 song stuck on a 7 out of 10 album. I'm gonna bring up one that uh Steve was talking about on the episode where I was absent and shit. And mm. <clears throat> he brought up the Mike Jones album, Who is Mike Jones? And he was like, bro, this child has some cuts on that junk. And he started naming <laughs> some of them off. And you absolutely right. It's cuts on that junk. But Steel Tipping is a 10 out of 10. Yep. And the rest of the album is probably like a seven. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Yeah. 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 I completely agree. Like it wasn't bad. It ain't mm-hmm. I ain't calling it no classic. Yeah. But yeah. it was like, yeah, you went to it for still tipping. Yeah. And then you know, you you got some other stuff. You're like, dang, Mike can make some records. But it wasn't like it was out of here, you know? No. Um, <laughs> at all. But no, nah, I completely agree with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, but can we all agree that that... Yeah. That shit was so hard, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. who put that shit together, but they did it. Absolutely. Bruh, like, great job. Just, coming to, just coming to the realization that this is, this is it, Mm-hmm. That had to be the the best feeling in the world, bro. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I bet it, I bet the original beat had too much in it, probably. Mm-hmm. And I feel like somebody was like, "Hey, man, take, take this out. part out, make this part, put this part in the chorus part. Just take this out, leave it like this." And I bet he was like, "Man, this is so simple, man. I ain't gonna like this." And then it became an incredible yeah. hit. smasher. Some right. of the simplest <laughs> beats be like the incredible, like the most incredible thing ever. Yeah. So oh, that's funny. I that feel like that's probably dope. what happened with that. That is probably what happened. Exactly that way. They took, they took a little <laughs> bit out and they was like, hey, this shit go now. This shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This the one. Man, it's a very simple format for the song, too. It's just mm-hmm. three verses from the three people. Mm-hmm. Just come on and say what they got to say and get out the way. <laughs> yep. Kiss. Keep it yep. simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Absolutely. I know Man. somebody that's not on that list. Who? Beyonce. Beyonce ain't got no albums where it's like the seven. Yeah. She ain't uh, on that list to me. Hmm. I listen to Beyonce. I got a list to her all the way through. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, right. <laughs> oh man, Tommy T, what you got for us in the news today, man? Bro, um, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Huh. I don't know what happened this week, man. Um, well, we had one thing that happened. I, don't, I really don't want to talk about it, but I know y'all are gonna bring it up, so I'm gonna just let y'all bring it up. What the yeah. Tiny Tiny situation? Yeah, I didn't read into it, so I don't really know the details of that. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know too much about it, but I've been following just like a little bit. Yeah. But pretty much, you know, uh, the one girl, what she said that they was sex trafficking and forcing yeah, women and all that shit, drugs man. and all that, mm-hmm. and then you know. They've made a statement saying and basically, I guess, denying it completely and uh, vehemently denied it. Vehemently, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Eight and, minutes. Uh, a lot of things are happening on social media where the folks are like, look at, you know, for one, I don't know what's up with the girl. I, I, mean, I can't even remember her name. Uh, I thought Tommy was going to come in with it. Uh, but they said that uh, she ain't really, I don't know, uh, allegedly, she she ain't that, you know, She'll over exaggerate some things. Yeah. Uh, so there was like this whole thing about she was listening to people who were fake uh victims of it and stuff like that. So I don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen from here. Mm. So yeah. I don't know, man. Like I I just like the reason why I don't want to talk about it because it's like I really can't, I don't know what's true or not. And I don't wanna be like talk about this and give it some of our time. And then it may be, it may not be true. Yeah. And cause you know, like T.I. is one of my favorite rappers. Like this is a, a moment that I would separate the art. I would still jam out to T.I. regardless of what happens. But um, I just don't, I, like we, at some point we have to stop and start investigating things before we just say, like, talk about this stuff. So I just choose to, like remain like outside of it, you know. There ain't no problem with that. Uh, yeah. there ain't no problem with that. But you know, the news <laughs> is the news. Right, right. <laughs> nah, I'm with you. That's why. That's why I was like, I'm just let y'all bring it up, man, because I don't really have anything to say about it. Yeah. Uh, that's why I just keep it all as alleged because I don't know it's true. I am. In the, uh, I'm just a spectator trying to see what's going on. I really hope that uh, uh, Tip and Tiny come out of this thing strong and that, you know, whatever's going on uh, is false. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we, we, you know, yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens from there. Uh, G, you got any news? Uh, I honestly don't, bro. <laughs> I don't have no news neither while I was talking about him. I don't really know what's been going on. The only thing I've been following this week is honestly the the stock market. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because they putting the squeeze on these niggas, and it's fun to watch, bro. So. I I like I'm a I'm like disappointed in myself because I was like GameStop would have been something I would have would have invested yeah. in into. 
You know, I had looked at it because I just recently started even like looking at stocks to buy. Yeah. And I had looked at it and I was like, I don't know, damn GameStop. So but that's a, got no games. That's a, and that's the thing. <laughs> it's like you would I would like I would have invested in GameStop, but like paying attention to it, it's a stock. Like, why would you invest in this um company that's closing stores? Like this company yeah. is going down. You yeah. know, so it's like it's not a common sense thing, but no. They 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 learned the cheat code and used it. They showed me because it was worth like eighteen dollars, seventeen dollars, and that's like over three hundred dollars. And I was like, these yeah, niggas people came got paid. up. People, people made got some paid. cheese, bro. But yeah. you know what's funny though is like I went to Reddit.com and stuff to kind mm. of follow some of the threads and stuff, and it's people on there who put like ridiculous sums of money into this shit. I didn't know that people was playing. And gambling that hard because it was yeah. like, yeah, I came up, bro, and showing like they little pictures of how much money they came up on because mm-hmm. it's anonymous. And it's like, bro, this man made seven hundred thousand dollars. Like, how did legally? Because <laughs> like, yeah. he had to be able to put up like twenty grand to make that seven hundred. I'm like, where you get the twenty? Right, hey, <laughs> like in the first place. These folks who uh, uh, shout out to my boy Faye, man. He's actually uh, I've been wanting to learn for a minute. He's getting into it pretty tough, and yeah. I'm uh, you know following suit. I've only played around with it, but you know it, it's people who are day traders and they just sit around. That's all they do, and they have yeah. like large sums of money. That's why when you said that, it made me think of him because he just told me, it was like, man, for day traders, they're sitting around on, you know, saying 50000 to play with. And mm-hmm. they throwing 20000 25000 in the here and there. And it shoots up and then they get that, get their money up out of it and get up mm-hmm. out of it. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's a crazy time to be alive. Uh, these folks have figured out something and <laughs> Everybody, all the big time stockbroker people are trying to figure out how to stop it. But mm-hmm. I don't think they can stop it. Because they cut it oh, off. Yeah. I couldn't oh, buy yeah. no stocks or nothing, bro. I was like, what? What was you on? Robin Hood? Yeah, I was on Robin Hood. Mm. So like they had cut it off to where you couldn't buy no GameStop stock at all. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That was like hell no. And then like uh two more of the companies that the people was targeting was uh AMC theaters yep. and then the other one, uh Nokia. Uh-huh. And Blackberry. Uh, Blackberry. And, and then uh I think uh what was it? Uh Bath and Body Works. Yeah, Bath and Body Works as well. Yeah. And so like they wouldn't let you buy none of those stocks. And then as far as cryptocurrency, they wouldn't let you buy that shit either. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was like people was raising that up because they saw mm-hmm. like the what they call the meme uh cryptocurrencies is dog yeah. coin. Yeah. And the shit, the shit shot the fuck up, bro. Like it was like <laughs> worth less than a cent. And then it was worth yeah. like eight cents. And so it was like people had like thousands of shares in this mm-hmm. shit and like came up huge in a day. They got up out of there. And somebody, yeah. somebody I, I just recently started watching because of the 85 South show was a uh, Wall Street tra- uh, Trapper. I've yeah, been following him for a long time, mm-hmm. but uh, like he got a he got a lot of good stuff. And then Earn Your Leisure, they talk about a lot of good stuff too. Absolutely. So um, check them I'll out, man. Both. If you're interested I'll in that. both of them. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, just started like watching them like a week or two ago, man. So I've been on for a minute. Yeah. Um, um, so you know, cool, stocks, man. man. That's funny, though, man. Like, all the, all the rich people are like going crazy. Like, oh, snap, this is this is happening. Because it, it like tanked everything else, man. 
Yeah, it did. It really <laughs> like, did. People had to pull a lot of they had to pull their money from other things to like cover their positions yeah. in GameStop and stuff because they was betting on GameStop to fail. Yeah, and like yeah. it started, it started going up, and it was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What the hell? Like, right, no, right. it's yeah. supposed to go down. <laughs> now I'm losing people, money. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of those big time folk lost a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, they said they lost like billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in like a couple of days, it was like thirteen billion dollars or something. I was like, damn. Yeah. Yep, right. <laughs> I'm and kicking myself because I, I wasn't a part of it, man. Man, yeah, it's gonna happen again. It's gonna it happen. Will. again I got me some AMC stock. I'm ready. I already know <laughs> what's going. Like happen. five or six of them hoes. I'm like, come on, what's up? <laughs> it's, <laughs> Shoot that I'm ready. It's it thirteen dollars. I'm good. <laughs> hey, it's like the it's like the uh, it's like the dang on Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. It. Hey. When it, it takes off. Hey. This cheat code it ain't supposed to happen, but it did. It's not. It's, it's not supposed <laughs> to happen at all. <laughs> and now they done figured it out. It's like, all right, what are we about to do now? So, now nah, it's gonna be real interesting to see what happens moving on from here. I know I'm definitely learning. I'm hoping to get into, you know, just having that extra uh, coming in while I'm doing my real estate deal. Um, yeah. Man. Okay. So. I'm going to just drop out. We, I guess we're going to make the news kind of quick. I'm going to drop a couple of things in and we're going to get up out of here kind of like GameStop. Uh, <laughs> so, City Girls, my girls. See, I'm not biased to anybody, y'all. My <laughs> girls, City Girls, I love me some City Girls. They're catching some heat right now, y'all. They're catching some heat after performing in a packed Florida nightclub. Uh, as we all know, Florida's kind of lenient when it comes to uh, COVID-19 restrictions. And, you know, some stuff came out. I think a couple of people got caught heat for performing down there. Um, but, hey, uh, City Girls kind of getting some backlash because they performed in this packed out Florida nightclub. Um, I don't know what to think, you know, like, you know, uh, right here it says, although the City Girls concert was not in violation of any Florida orders, Many people took to the social media to slam the duo for potentially putting their fans at risk. Um, I get that point. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. Uh, it's hard out here for artists right now. It's hard out here for artists. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, just thinking about that, and I'm going to bring up Bow Wow, and I promise I'm done. Uh, <laughs> this nigga's here. Oh my god, right, man! I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> on him at this point, but nah, same situation with Bow Wow, man. Like he performed, and like, yeah, people should be outraged because we are in the middle of a pandemic, and everybody wants to be safe. But look at the look at uh, a responsible adult mm-hmm. being a, a responsible adult. Um, the fans should be like, "Well, I'm not gonna come." Because at the end of the day, the artist is looking at their pocket. Who pays the artist? It's not the fans that come to the club. It's the it's the people that book the artists. Yeah. That's who pays them. So yeah, I'm gonna come out here and perform. I don't care who, you know, is there. Mm-hmm. I I respect the fact that they're my fans and they're here to see me. I respect that and everything. But at the end of the day, you're paying me. I said I'll come for this amount. That's what I expect. Like you got to exactly. do all the other work to to get people there. You know what I'm saying? We signed a contract. You owe me this amount that I say I will come for, and I'll do my part. You do your part and keep it pushing. It's legal to do in Florida. Is it right? Nah, I would say not. I wouldn't go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, 
Like those are those are adults that decided to do that. So I don't yeah. think it should be no backlash against city girls themselves. Just like, you know, I don't think it should be backlash against Bow Wow, but it's kind of like why. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's why I brought up Bow Wow. But for the city girls, man, it's it's like I understand, like you're hot right now and you need to be out performing and, and touring and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. If a nightclub owner say, hey, can you come to my club? And it's legal um, for you to do it. And they, and they say, I'm going to pay you this much. I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to take the precautions to keep myself safe. It's up to the people that decide to come. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you put it like that, man. Great, great um, way to put it. Because uh, the key word, I guess, in there was that, you know, a lot of people went to these platforms to complain, but no one said anything about the people who came out to see. Uh, yeah. You could easily just stay your tail at home. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. always an option. That Absolutely. Definitely like, always an option. You ain't got to go. <laughs> you do not have to show up, man. Absolutely. Um, two more things in the news, and, man, we're going to get up out of here. Yo, man, congratulations to Lil Dirt. Uh, look like he is... Um, he has moved about a hundred K of, uh, units. Um, it says the following week, Dirk moved 70 K copies, uh, giving the rapper nearly a hundred K units, um, which is adding to voices. You know, the, the album they just dropped the deluxe version, the uh, voices impression numbers. Yeah. So, uh, man, congratulations to Dirk. He, he debuts and where well, he moved up to charts to number two on the billboard. 200 charts. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, I don't know who number one and who number three was. It ain't got a list of here. Um, so probably got to talk to Complex about that. But um, one more thing and we're going to get up out of here and get to the meat and potatoes of the day. Uh, but I thought this was funny. Um, it's a bunch of news out here, but I thought this right here was hilarious. Look, I don't know who Spider Cuz is. I just saw that. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to go listen now. Have you seen his videos? No. Like dude, <laughs> not at all. Them videos are funny, bro. Yes, <laughs> videos are funny. Complex.com. Spider Cuz is a ish talking New York superhero with a rap beef. That's all I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> go to um, go to complex.com, check it out. He's got on a full Spider Man outfit, doing the Spider Man signs. Look like he's on top of something. He's got his well. If you if you are a little familiar with game banging, cuz is a term that's mostly used by the Crips. So he got his blue flag with him. He's got a new New York fitty on. He got a hoodie on, Tim's, and look like uh, some little bead chain. I don't know, but. This is hilarious, and I'm gonna go check it out just because, just because he got the, funny. <laughs> just because he got the balls to do it, and I really want to know who he's beefing with. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious! That I'm gonna end it like that. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna end it off that man. Uh, with that being said, let's hop into it. This review today, man. Today we are reviewing an album that I think we've all agreed on. At least me and my homies and, and and a couple couple other people that this Jasmine Sullivan album yeah. is catching a vibe. Um, like I said a little earlier, man, it is a 14 track song. Uh, the title of it is called Hotels. It is 
although it has 14 tracks, it's really seven songs and seven like little skits are um I don't want to call them skits because they're not really confessionals. Skits. Yeah. Confessionals. Yes, that's yeah. perfect. See, see, you gotta have somebody like G to help you through it's something. It's the Burgundy Brothers, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> see, tag team. <laughs> just that easy. Y'all can just get tag team real quick and didn't know it. <laughs> right. um, so, man, this this album right here has gotten her a lot of talk. A lot of people have uh, checked it out. Um, I'm very. I'm very satisfied with it. And um, G told us some weeks ago that he wasn't a... Jamie Sullivan wasn't someone that he could listen to. But when he heard this, he listened to it with no problem at all. Um, that says... Now, that should tell you a lot there. Uh, just a quick quick little thing about who's all on this album. Hold on. Uh, uh, there we go. Uh, man, you got Anderson Pac is on here. Ari Lennox is on here. Uh, oh, shoot. I just noticed something. I didn't know Ari's tail was Ari Lennox or mm-hmm. Ari Lennox. What yeah, was that? I mean, dog. Um, as well as her is on here as well. I love her. She's dope. Yeah. Uh, not too many features, um, unless you're counting the um, amazing women that were, that gave their confessionals. Uh, and I'm going to shout them out real quick. Uh, Antoinette. She has a tail. Ari, which I already said, Ari Lennox has a tail on here as well. Uh, we also have Donna's, Rashida's, uh, Precious, Amanda's, um, and, and that is all. I think, yeah, that's all the tails. Hope I didn't miss anyone. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it, it is a stellar album. Definitely enjoyed it. And man, we're going to hop into it. So without further ado, Fellas, first question. Yeah. What was your first impression after you completed the album? Mm. What was your first? Well, let's do it two ways. When you first turned it on, what was your first impression? And then when you ended it, did your first impression change or or, what, or did it stay the same? G, Tommy, whichever one want to go. Well, let's go in alphabetical order. So let G go to first. All right. Uh, okay. I know he read an article. Did you get, you got an article, right? You said you read an article. No, I, I listened to an interview. That's what an interview, that's what it was. <laughs> I know yeah. he probably has an interview to share with us as well. So let's start with G, man. Go for it. Man, um, like I said a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm not I'm not normally a fan of Jasmine Sullivan. Um, and it's just for preferences and vocals, honestly. It's not anything against like music or like, the way that she writes or anything like that, it's just, I, I, I get to a point where I'm like, I can't listen to her voice no more. Um, <laughs> I didn't get to that point in this album. It's like one, it's like one fucking part in this, in this uh, project where she does, where I'd be like, she'd be redlining and I'd be mm-hmm. like, bro, chill, stop, bro. <laughs> but like, it was one part in there. That's on the very last song with her. Um, and it's like, closer to the end of the song where she just, and you can just tell she just got kind of passionate. And so she just kind of let it go. And yeah. then I, I wasn't mad at her for that. Even though normally I'd be like, yeah, stop that shit. But like, I wasn't <laughs> mad at all. I was like, do your thing, bro. You done earned it. The rest of the album is dope. If we have this one little area, bro, you, you done earned it. Do your thing. Um, but when I first started listening to it, because it opens up with bodies. Um, yes. And she's kind of like, um, they described it on the interview. What's his name? Rob Markman was like, it's, it reminded him of like watching Insecure 
where you see Issa Rae kind of looking in the mirror and kind of talking to herself, like, get yourself together, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the vibe that it gives off. Um, so, like, I liked that from the get-go because <clears throat> I was like, this would be cool to listen to, like, somebody get introspective like this and they start kind of critiquing their own behavior. I want to hear that shit. And by the time I got to the end, I was like, yeah, like we did that the whole album. I appreciate that. That was cool. I, I really appreciate that. So that was my first impressions and then how I felt after I finished listening to the album. Gotcha. Tommy, shoot. Um, my first impression was, this is fire. And by the time <laughs> I got to the end of the album, I was like, that's it? Oh, yeah. running back. <laughs> yep. You know? Uh no, but like like it was just it was it was fire because of like I didn't get it all into like I just now figured out that each one of these, like the skits were like somebody else's tale or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of cool that they stopped to have a conversation about a specific thing. I didn't even notice that it was like we stop talk about this one thing and then we go to a song to express that one mm-hmm. thing. Um, like going back now, well, I guess that's not my first impression of it, but that's, you know, I didn't, I never noticed all that, you know, because I'm just blindly listening to it. Um, I'm listening to the beat first. Um, the one that stood out the most on my first impression was the On It song with uh, mm-hmm. Ari Lennox. I was like, damn. I need to call my wife, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, like, dude, she she came with it. This was one of the, for me, it was a better Jasmine Sullivan album. Um, it made me want to go back and listen to her music, which I didn't. But um, I ain't know oh, I got to listen to Jasmine Sullivan. But I like her music though. Uh, well, usually I'm looking for her to be featured on somebody with somebody like I kind of tie her with J. Cole for that one song that's actually her song that he's featured on or he did on his on one of his mixtapes but hey but it was good it was a solid album man gotcha yeah. man that's some good first impressions right there um, for me my first impression was just like wow uh, <laughs> I think it took me away from the beginning just to kind of hear her uh, you know Hear her, like G said, be critical of herself, like, hey, snap back into this. Um, and then, you know, saying from going from bodies on into uh the next record, which was feelings, which feelings and it's actually got a longer name, uh, but I like to abbreviate just for feelings. Come pick up your feelings, I think is the actual name. Uh, I like that record anyway. And when I first heard, it, I was like, all right, Jamin, I like this. Um, but I didn't expect the album to be how it was off of that record. You know what I'm saying? Like that record sounds like a regular Jasmine Sullivan type of record, even though I haven't listened to her uh as much as of late until this album. So I agree with uh Tommy T right there. Um but once I got to the album and saw how everything was perfectly placed, I was like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? It was a whole concept album and it was just, it was phenomenal. And the way she put it together was just perfect, flawless, and, and, and it was great. So I really love the creativity, the braveness to do a concept album. And it it left me wondering, which is a question that I, that I didn't even think to ask. Like I, now I kind of wonder, were they all in the same room talking about this? Like a whole group thing? Uh, but know, I'm not totally protocols. sure. So. Wait, on the interview, she said no. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> I see COVID, COVID protocol. There you go. <laughs> so, so were they like on the phone or they just taught like separately and sent something? Uh, she said it just was different for everybody because she talked about specifically like Ari Lennox and um, like she she had met Ari before. She mm-hmm. said she had like been to her house um, and they had met and talked before. But like the the skit and then also the song itself that she's featured on uh, on it are things that Ari just had like sent to her. Oh, so, wow. so like she said the on it song was Ari's song and yeah. she just like mm-hmm. sent it to her and then like it became Jasmine's song later. Um, wow. It wasn't like we sitting in the same place and we building off of this energy that we have in this room. It was just like, you know, it just worked that way. Bro, that, hey, that, that right song, there is amazing. That song is in the playlist, bro. That right there <laughs> is just amazing. Y'all know exactly what playlist I'm talking about. It's oh, in yeah. the playlist, bro. Oh, absolutely. It got to be. Uh, and so, you know, as I listen to this and I get, you know, I've given my first impression, which is just like, wow, because I listened to it so many times and it felt refreshing. It was refreshing to hear some good R&B uh, mm-hmm. as yeah. well. But I had to like kind of sit back and like, all right, what am I listening to? You know what I'm saying? What what is exactly am I listening to? And I kind of came to the conclusion, kind of trying to describe the album. I was like, this is like the age old like thing of like, what if women acted like men? That's how I felt it when I listened to it. And I was like, that's how I described listening to it. Like, yeah. what if women, you know what I'm saying, were fed up and just acted like men? Um, so, like in the, uh, the vein of Sierra, like a boy, yeah, or, uh, yeah. Beyonce, if I were a boy, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so man, uh, you know, with that being said, how do y'all describe this album? Uh, what do y'all see it as? Um, and real quick before you answer, as I was thinking that it was like the male vert, you know, if women, you know, saying acted like men. I also felt like this is this album was probably more important to men than it was to women. Yeah. Um, I think women are gonna jam out to it. You're gonna have a lot of women that's gonna be like, "Yes, that's how the f we feel, and that's how we want to be." Sometimes, but I think for some men, they're gonna listen to it and be like, "Wait a second, <laughs> like hold on here." Uh, even though we, in, I really feel like we would enjoy it, like thoroughly as much as other as women do because I feel like there was a lot of things in there that I can relate to and mm-hmm. I'm not a woman um, yeah. but hand it over to y'all man Tommy well, how do you describe this? It's a male R&B album oh by a woman <laughs> <laughs> simply put man because I mean like, like you just said man like a lot of the stuff that they're saying um, is pretty much what men say you know, it's it stands out because it's a woman saying it, uh, which I feel like is is completely unfair. Like I tell people all the time, man, when I was in college, I was a whore, you know, just because that, like I was time that I explored like my sexuality with women. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I was doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's accepted for me to do that. But then it's not accepted for a woman to do that. Mm hmm. I mean, you know, we all have our reasons as to why that's not yeah. acceptable. Um, I'm not going to get into that. But I mean, like hearing it from a woman's perspective of the things, the same thoughts that we have 
when we're like all together with the guys and we talking about who we gonna smash and what she do and what she don't do and stuff like that and you know why we with this girl because she does x y and z and all that stuff it's just the same conversation it's just from a from a female voice and head and body gender instead of a male so i describe it as a male r&b album from a woman <laughs> wow wow sound like we're on the same page g yeah. what you got hmm. that's uh that's interesting to think of um shoot the the initial question is like how to describe the album correct mm-hmm. yeah yeah um I can agree with what Tommy was saying. Lord, it's like a, everybody uh, stop. Greg agrees with Tommy. Yeah, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't say it's like a male R and B album. I would just say like it was. It's just like a. It's just a very. Uh, what's the word for it? One is a very sexual album. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like it's a very. Uh, it's an album by somebody who's very very comfortable with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And being able to tell people like this is something that I like to do, like this is something that I really enjoy, um, yeah. and then also it's it's very critical as well. It's very critical of liking it and mm-hmm. um, of using that to your advantage in certain ways, or like praising um, your partner's sexual prowess. Um, like it's it's doing all of that um, at the same time, which is why it's such an interesting album to me. Um, one thing that stands out to me is, is is thinking about it and thinking like you said, normally this is not something that is uh, condoned by society that a woman is able to embrace. And they talked about that on there. I don't remember which tale it was, but somebody's mm-hmm. tale that was like, yeah, the, the men can't normally handle like a, a woman doing, basically being like they are. Yeah. I think that was yeah. Antoinette's tale. I think it was the first one. Yeah, um, it And it's like, you can't handle me being free and, and like she was like, it's kind of our fault because we'd be like, it's theirs, but it's actually ours. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's like, it's, uh, it made me really think of like the first time that like when I was in college and I met a girl who was kind of like that, that was just kind of like there for herself. God damn it. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't for me because I didn't, I didn't start it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, it was weird. And it, I, w- I wasn't upset by it. It wasn't that I couldn't handle it because it wasn't even somebody I was going to see again. It yeah. was somebody that was like literally just there in Knoxville for that summer for an internship. I happened to meet her. Yeah. I happened to hang out with her a couple times. And all the while, like, I'm just thinking, oh, this is just this nice girl and shit. And then, like, my homies is like, bruh, she, she want that, bruh. Like, she coming <laughs> for you, bruh. Like, she finna get your ass. And I'm like, what the fuck y'all talking about? And then lo and behold, yep. these niggas was right. And yep. I was like, hey, I don't know how to think. I don't know how to feel about this, but hey, I'm happy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> like, I'm not upset. Right. I can see how that could pro- cause some problems for somebody um, like in a more long-term relationship mm-hmm. where you have to like interact with this person long-term because like my out was that I ain't never had to see this person again. Like, mm-hmm. Once she left town, I ain't never seen her again in my life. And it's just, I don't know. It's, I liked that they explored that on the album. I really mm-hmm. did. I really liked that they had explored what that looks like from these women's perspectives. Because um, they got a lot of 
valuable information. And then it's it's cool to hear them like talk about themselves the way that they talked about themselves. Because Ari oh. Lennox was like, bruh, I knew this shit was dumb. Like, if I told y'all who it was, y'all would be like, Google to tell you this shit. Like, but oh well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, that, I agree with you, G. Like, I, it was, I think that's what made it refreshing mm-hmm. to just kind of hear them be them. And kind of hear them talk. Uh, I've been, I've been in a room with a lot of women, and they start, and it'll be me and them, yeah. or a couple of my homies, and them, and they come out, and it's like they're no longer like this. Uh, like Tommy said, uh, well, he kind of alluded to it. Like they're no longer this like precious figure. You know, what I'm saying that we would see them as this innocent thing. You know, innocent uh, female. Um, they. Be- then you they peel back the skin and it's like oh you're like oh well okay like <laughs> this is this is how you are for real and it's like yeah like we you know whatever and you're kind of that's why I was wondering if they was all in the same room and having this conversation because it reminds us of us we'll get in a room too and be like bruh did yep. you and yes right. and you right. did too yep. and what <laughs> and you know it's it's all yep. over so yep. um. Yeah, man, I enjoyed. I definitely enjoyed it. And with that being said, let's go with the two part question right here. Um, out of all of the tales, uh, what was what was the most shock? What was the tale that shocked you? And which one was the which one which tale was the most revealing? And since they, you know, kind of had coincide with each song. Also, man, what was your favorite song on the album? So I'll kick it off real quick because I want to tell mine. Uh, my most shocking one was Aerie's tale. Uh, and her tale was the one about basically her being whipped. Like, it was just so good. She just was really, she was literally like, I get my career up for it. Uh, yeah. The reason why I was shocked because, <laughs> like, I know it happens. Like, I've seen it happen. But for a female to actually like acknowledge that it could happen, mm-hmm. that was the thing. Because sometimes you see it and be like, "Man, I don't you 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 know." We be talking, we be like, "Does she not understand what's going on?" But for Ari to put it in perspective, like, "Oh, she completely knows." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just, I don't know. She just stuck there. Um, so that was the most shocking for me. Uh. The two that were the most revealing were for me, and I had to put two because I couldn't decide, was Rashida's tale, and it was the lesbian one. And I'm going to tell you why it was the most revealing was because, you know, sometimes women will say, hey, a woman, hey, women know how to treat other women. They can do it better than any man, so on and so forth. So I never really sat down to think, like, dang, like, what if, you know, saying a lesbian couple, what if, you know, saying one of them, you know, was to hurt the other? Like, like as if it was just, you know, a regular couple, because, you know, y'all men like, shoot, you know, women know how to really treat women. So maybe, you know, they last for a minute or whatever. But then to hear someone say, yeah, I, I went out and I messed up uh, was revealing for me. And I was like, as a woman to another woman with another woman and I was like well huh? wow you know um the other one that was most revealing was uh Amanda's tale uh which was the one about you know saying sex being her weapon um I just like the way she talked about it 
it was uh it was just great. Um it was pretty pretty amazing. It was interesting to hear her go in there uh with that. And I think Tommy has said something about uh females having to weaponize sex. Um yeah. back in the day, back I think on yeah, uh I've said episode. something about that before. Yeah, absolutely. So those were the tales that really uh shocked me or was the most revealing. As far as my favorite songs, um there's two. Uh actually a little more than two, but I'm gonna go with two. So one of them is on it for sure. I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. When she said she'll spit on it, I was like, ooh. Yes. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, and then the other one, uh, like for one, this whole entire album, um, but the other one I had to really pick between uh price tags and um the other side uh those two records mm. uh, but other than that like this is one of them albums that's the opposite this album is like a 10 with everything a yeah. 10 yeah. Uh, but hey with, uh, G G what was your most shocking tales and revealing tales and what was your favorite record on this album uh the Honestly, Amanda's Tale leading into Girl Like Me is my favorite part of the album. Um, Amanda's Tale, like you said a second ago, is her kind of discussing where she she kind of feels bad because she feels like this is my weapon, but also like this is all I'm worth to you. Like, mm-hmm. why is this all I got? Why is the rest of me not enough? Why is it just that? That's the only thing I can use to like keep you here type of thing. And I thought that that was really sad. And I really like when people investigate those really sad thoughts in their heads of just like, this may or may not be true, but this is how I'm perceiving it. And I don't like this shit. Like, I like mm-hmm. when people talk like that. And then to, for that to go into girl like me, where it's like uh, Jasmine and her are kind of talking about like, I'm not even trying to be like this. <laughs> But like, it seems like for me to get the things that I want in life, this is the route I take. And so it's like discussing that dilemma of, I have a, a certain moral code uh, or moral compass, but also I have desires, wants and needs that this could be an easy route to that. And at the same time, I might enjoy that. <laughs> so it's like, it's not really a loss here. Like this is a, a win-win situation if I turn into that because you're not appreciating me in this state that I'm currently in where I do have that moral compass. I do have this moral code, so to speak. It's not being appreciated the way that I would like to be appreciated. So I'm finna switch it up on you niggas. Um, mm. Which is why I was saying earlier in the stack, like once that ends, it, th- it made me think, oh, shit, like, if you put this motherfucker in reverse, like, if you started from beginning to end, it's like the tale of, like, this lady who's, like, sexually free, and you kind of going through, like, it's like she's there already, and she's telling you how she got there. Yeah. And then, like, if you do it in reverse, it's like she isn't there yet, and you watching her become it. <laughs> mm, and it's yeah. like, 
oh shit <laughs> <laughs> only and, G <laughs> and I was like bro this is cold like this is cold this is what like that right there that concept right there is what even when I listen to albums the rest of this year like I don't think they're gonna be able to really stack up to it because they're not gonna be able to do that yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're not gonna be able to do that that's hard to do there's only a few albums that are like that out there and the only two I know of is this and damn so I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, if, if, it, if it ain't no more, it's going to be hard. This is a high bar to set for 2021. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. Absolutely. But yeah, that's Absolutely. my two. My two right there is uh, those tales. And now, like, I don't remember whose tale it is, but it's, uh, it's one of the tales where the lady is kind of talking to a group of women and she, like, telling them, like, hey, this is the same kind of transaction as, like, a hoe in a trick. That's what's Donna. Donna's tale. Yeah. That's Donna's tale. Yeah. yeah, it's like this the same transaction, bro. Like you only doing that because you know you gonna get somebody. <laughs> yep. She said at some point in your relationship, yeah. you didn't you didn't did this to get some from your husband. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you said. You tricking. That's the same thing we say too. That's the same thing we say. We pay for it. For those out there that don't know what tricking is, that means you know. You do one thing so that you can get another. We just call yeah. it tricking uh, yeah. down here in the South. But it ain't tricking if you got it. Nigga, oh. please. <laughs> tricking. <laughs> it's tricking. I don't give a damn how much you got. <laughs> hey, Jasmine, we need a movie. Do a movie to this one. Man. Uh, Tommy. Yo. What's your, what's your, what? What are uh, what are the tales that shocked you? What's the tale that was most revealing? And man, what's your favorite record on here, man? Um, so let in mind, I didn't realize that these were tales. I just thought they all was just songs. So, but <laughs> he ain't look at none of. No, I didn't look at them. Like I didn't look at nothing. Like oh shit. Uh, so now my favorite tale would probably be, um. Or the most shocking one was um, Ari's tale when she was talking about like all the stuff she realized this and you know she likes to D and that's what she do it for you know um, Rashida's tale is the most revealing I think that's the one where she was talking about she cheated on her lesbian friend yep and you know she messed up and stuff like that um, favorite songs. And I got on it, of course, price tags, put it down. Um, I picked those three because uh on it, of course. Like, like <laughs> I had to add that one to the playlist. So of course. Um, price tags is bumping. And then when you get into what like Anderson Pac mm-hmm. will start saying, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. like basically what I got out of what he said was is the girl was with him because of the money. She cheated, had a baby, but the baby was dark skinned. He light skinned <laughs> and they messing up his uh his uh inheritance from his Indian uh side of his family. <laughs> I was like, that's some cold shit right there. <laughs> he told her, he said, leave and I, I'm going to call the cops if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like damn, Pac. <laughs> you ain't playing no games with her. But mm-hmm. um, it made sense though, man. You know, you you find those situations where like you have to be that way. Um, but that's one of my my favorite ones. And then put it down was just a nice bop. Like we mm-hmm. know what it's about, you know. But 
it's just a straight song. So that's gotcha. it for me, man. Oh man, solid, quick and easy, quick and easy. Yeah, in and out, like air. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like man, that's just some good perspectives. I think we have like. I think this album is, like you said, telling. Uh, it's shocking. It's revealing. It's everything that we just discussed. And like honestly, I think we learned. I think everybody learned like a ton of stuff from it. Um, for me, uh, I kind of learned. Hey, I learned that. Hey, man, women can do what they want to do. <laughs> basically uh and there's all type and just let them enjoy themselves they don't have to we don't have to put them on a pedestal because some don't want to be there they want to live their life and do what they want to do uh and it's the craziest thing that i think for the longest time since we had the episode about drake and the era i've been wondering whose era we are in and i really think we're in the the era of the woman um you had Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan with this album. You got you got the emergence of Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, then you know City Girls. Then you got um, you then got, you got Mulatto. You got Ari. You got her. You got women are killing it. Then we have uh, our first woman, African American woman um, of Indian American. Yes, Asian of Indian American descent, Asian descent as our new vice president, like, mm -hmm. and not only, man, women on their grind, man, they're getting their bread. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, I really feel that that's the age, that that's the era that we're in right now as far as musically. Yeah. Um, and in this album, I just learned that, hey, women are human too. Just period. They're human too. Um, and they want to, yeah. A troubling... Uh, it is, bro. It's it's <laughs> like balling in my spirit right now. <laughs> like, damn, bro, we trash as fuck. It took us to twenty twenty one to be like, damn, women are human too. <laughs> well, I, I don't mean it as if that you know that ever wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, for uh, me, I, I I was raised by women, so I saw the hard work and everything that you know, they put in uh, with my mom being a single parent. Uh, yeah. I guess that's the only reason why I feel comfortable even saying that part, but seeing how women have been treated throughout mm -hmm. the years, even in movies or even how we, how hey, I say me too, how we view them as these innocent, the most innocent, you know, and if they cheat on us, then like, we're like, man, it's over. Cause it's sacred. And women would have feelings if they was with, you know what I'm saying? If they, you know what I'm saying? Got with a guy and then you hear something like this, it's like, no, nah, no, they, they do what really, they want to do. Just yeah. do what you want, bro. They do what they want to do. They are human, just Man. like you. So I, I hope that didn't, me saying that didn't offend any women out there. I was just, I know you. I, I was trying to, yeah. Good. Uh, we, we got it. <laughs> we know what you mean, bro. We know you got no ill intent. <laughs> I was just highlighting this shit. Hey, G, what, what did you learn, man? Man, what did I learn? Uh, shit. Uh, I learned that, uh, Something that I discovered a long time ago, like circa 2010 or 11. Like, mm -hmm. I said one day, I was like, bro, we are those people who we think that we not. Like the mm -hmm. people that you don't, that, that you would never see yourself in a million years being that person. Like you still that person. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to be that person. You may actually have to be that person one day. Mm -hmm. um, and you may discover things about yourself that you never thought were true. Um, 
And I think that's what my experience was kind of listening to this was just like what you said, like you have this idea of who women are, what they do and stuff. But then when you get it from their perspective and they tell you their story, you realize like, oh, damn, like they are totally way more complex than what my little small ass mind could comprehend. And it's like, that's because you, you're not them. Like you, you, you can't imagine the things that they would be able to do. Um, but then like to hear it in the album and hear them to like express those things. And like you said, it was a lot of things in there that you just relate to yourself. It's not mm-hmm. even like, Ooh, I just, I see that for y'all. It's like, I see that for me, nigga. Like I do shit like that. Like I'm that way. Goddamn. Yeah. Like, what are you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like nigga, we can sit down and rap about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she could have had a nigga on this album doing that. Um, I'm glad that she didn't have a lot of guy voices. She only had Anderson Park on there. He, he played his role well and mm. that was cool. But it's just like the same things that you think about when you think about a man, like you should always think about those things with a woman as well. Like people are people, bro. We gonna be people forever. Like anything that you can think of for yourself, it's the same for everybody mm-hmm. else, damn it. Because we mm-hmm. people. So that's that's kind of what I took from it as far as learning things. Gotcha. So I guess it's my turn. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Kyle. Um, we know you deep. I, bro, I ain't as deep as as G. <laughs> I'm like surface level. I try to, I try to do it, but G be like, no, <laughs> don't you do that? I'm no, sorry, man. <laughs> no, uh, man. What what my thoughts were when it came to this album, and it, like it was thoughts from today because, like. Um, when I first was listening to it and when it first came out, I just thought it was a bumping album, but I really paid attention to what was being said in the conversations that they were having. And it was more of an appreciation because I have friends that I'm able to be open with in that type of format, you know? Um, Of course, you know, it's, it's out of everything is out of respect, but being able to have a conversation with a female and allowing her to feel comfortable enough to express how she's feeling is a opening feeling for myself just because it makes you realize like I was saying this earlier, but I think women are amazing and I'm glad I was born male to be able to witness the amazement that a woman produces, you know Mm. what I'm saying? And then humanizing this woman because she has the same thoughts that I have or have or had, you know, the same thoughts that I had when I would be sitting around with my guys, you know, mm-hmm. we'd be back in college. We stayed in a uh, four bedroom apartment. We all sitting in the living room talking about yep. our weekend uh, stories. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go. But uh, to be able to, for me, I feel like it's a friend moment, you know what I'm saying? Just to hear those stories, just to hear that th- th- those mistakes are being made because of X, Y, and Z. I always had this theory and it's, it's flawed. My theories are always flawed, but it's a, it's a woman who holds the power because of what they sitting on. You know, every man is, is chasing that, you know what I'm saying? It may not be that girl in particular, but 
a man is chasing that, and man pretty much is going to do whatever he needs to do to get it. Right. Well, they flipped the same conversation. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get this. Ari's tale, I believe that was. You know, because I like it. It's good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, why, why not? It's good. But, um, you know, just to see that flip, or, or the cheating one, uh, Rashida's tale, you know, just to see that flip, I cheated on her just because her friend was was closer. Like, how many times have you heard, like, your boy was like, bro, like, talk about him cheating on somebody just because of vicinity. Mm-hmm. Like, I've done that before, man. <laughs> like, it's the dumbest That's thing the in the world, shit. man. That's I have no bullshit. other reason <laughs> that I vicinity. cheated, but, yeah. but because of vicinity, you know? Oh, yeah. They were close to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's such a simple answer. Right. <laughs> it's like, I mean, they was right there. They was right there. <laughs> like it's been plenty of times that we've had conversations like that with guys, but then just being able to hear that conversation, it's freeing. And like you said, man, I'm I'm with the the women's movement that's going on right now, especially in music. Um, you know, it's it's allowing them to be more free and in the creativity that they have and being able to use everything that they got because men do it. Like we literally do that. Like in our music, we always talking about that same thing that they're talking about, cheating, sex, drugs, guns. Um, did I say sex? Yeah. I said sex, but yeah, sex, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're always talking about that. But then you hear a woman, like I've, I don't think I would like enjoy a woman talking about, like selling drugs, but it'll be an interesting story. It would. It would, it would definitely like be an interesting. It, it would be an interesting <laughs> story. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, but it's it, it's just you know it, it just opens the door for more of that R and B feel because I mean like it's been a long time that I can say I'm gonna put a song on my playlist. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A very long time, and like you said, Steve, earlier, this was a nice R and B album. Mm-hmm. You know, a truthful R&B album. And that's why I was like, it's like a male R&B album, but in a female, like, deliver, <laughs> you know? So, um, overall, man, this album was fire. So, word, word. Um, man, a lot of takeaways from this album, which is incredible, which uh, hopefully if she hears it, I hope she's appreciate that whatever her goal was, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Uh, but you said something important, you know, opening the door for uh, more truthful R&B. Uh, man, I think it just opens the door for, you know, women to speak their truth however they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, man, let's do it, man. Let's bring back the ooh meter. Ooh! I sample that little ma. Uh, look, a young M.A. Have, yeah. you know, ooh! Like, uh, ooh! You know, that oh, he's so, trying his best to get there right yeah, yeah. I gotta do, hey, it's gonna come out one no, she, coming on here practicing everything she's good with it i don't know it just always stuck um but man on the old meter and it's one to five man what you get his album man g what you give it i'm gonna give it a five i'm gonna give it a five talking. yeah i'm not gonna even cut corners bro that's a five tommy t what you got I'm going to give it a four and a half, man. Just because you want more. You want more of the uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. And I always, like, I always end up 
like having to go back because I thought it was more. Right. So, yeah, it does end up when I figured out it was shorter than I thought. I yeah. was kind of like, dang it. Uh, <laughs> but man, nevertheless, man, I gotta man. Uh, shoot, I'm a man. Crap, why is this kind of hard? I, forget it. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, <laughs> break the meter. Uh, I did want more. Um, definitely wanted more, but I think it's perfectly placed, like yeah. with everything. So yeah. I did leave away with wanting more, but that just means. I'm gonna be paying attention to Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, mm-hmm. Hope they don't put too much pressure on you. But um, nevertheless, from the good fellas over here at Speaker Giga Podcast, we love your album, Jasmine. Uh, I hope others out there really, really, really enjoyed it as well. And um, also, man, shout out to all the women that are doing incredible things uh, throughout their lives and telling their truth. So, man, that's all I got for today, man. That's Bet. really all I got. Um, Anybody got some final final words? Um, man, Jasmine Sullivan album. I don't. I don't like a lot of her music is truthful like that. You mm-hmm. know, is I think the biggest thing is that it's been so long since we heard her music. You 2015. Know? Yeah. Um, so, like, she's she's a a great artist, man. I'm looking forward to hearing more things and and what's next for her. Um, I know it's hard for artists to release music and then don't have anywhere to travel with, like tour mm-hmm. with. Yeah. So I'm curious to see like what type of creativity she comes up with um, next. So we'll see. Hey, Dr. Fauci said shows might be back in the fall. So yeah. she might she might pop up. Hey. Yeah, she might. I mean, <laughs> you know I what? expect like, bro, I expect that concerts are going to be like everybody's going to go on concert. Oh, yeah. And the oh, tickets yeah. probably going to be like $5. I'm going to find me some stock to invest in that got to deal with concerts. Them concert venues going to get paid. It's Man, gonna they going to make some money. Man, you, you know what I just thought about? Jasmine did make that song that she'll bust your windows out your car. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Said, uh, uh, G, you got any final words? Are you good? I think I'm good, man. I think, good. I, I think I'm fine. All I got to say is it's a really good album. I'm probably going to listen to it some more. It's it's good, man. Of course. I, I have become somebody who's going to be paying attention to jazz. That's what I'm talking about. I feel that, man. I feel that. We some open-minded guys. Um, Gotta be, man. Man, the final thing is, I think I there's, there's two things I, I just wanted to say. I kind of figured it out today while talking to my wife. Uh one thing I didn't figure out while talking to my wife, I just think I really like Anderson Park, but I think every time I hear him, I think of the troll movie. So I think of the troll that he played in there. So she has a video, just put the troll in there. I, I think it'd be great. Um, that's just my opinion. I didn't but, know he played in that movie, man. He, he did. I like it. Hey, you gotta go one? back and watch uh what's it what's the big concert in, in California? Coachella. Uh, Coachella. Coachella. Yeah. He did Coachella a few years ago, bro. That that performance was amazing, bro. I'm going to watch it then. If you haven't seen it, go go check that performance out. I'm gonna find it for sure. Um, the other thing, the title. I mean, this was where me and my wife were talking, and we was like, man, if you look at the title, for one, it's hotels, and then you see how it's the tales of each woman. But then she said, but the spelling of it is different. 
And it makes it seem like it's a bunch of bougie females. Like, they ain't regular hoes. They bougie hoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sophisticated hoes. And I was like, you know what? You're probably right. But then when I looked at it, I was like, you know what? I want them, you know, it's a play on hotel. You know what I'm saying? So if you think about a hotel, each room got a different story because different people be in each room. So I thought that was pretty dope. Kind of enlightened. And then mm-hmm. the last thing was the way it was spelled, I kept wanting to say hoax all the time. So I wonder if it's like breaking the stereotype of uh of women, you know, just, uh, or them. So but it's just spelled it just like spelled. That's it just spelled the, the French way. Yeah, that's it. The French <laughs> yeah. way. My wife probably white. Like it ain't we ain't no regular hoes. Boo hoes. <laughs> so with that being said, Tommy, take us out of here, man. Hey man, Steve and his wife definitely put some thought into that because I'd never like I'd want like when I saw it, I was like, hotels. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> well, anyway, hey, thank you guys once again for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the uh, to the channel on YouTube at Three Amp Media Studios. Um, subscribe to the to the podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. I know Apple Music, I think is what it's called. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not an Apple guy. I'm an Android. So oh, Apple Podcasts, man. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Uh, Google Podcasts. Deezer is another one. Spotify. So subscribe to it so you get an update on every drop we have. Um, also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O Steve. And you got G at instantly underscore G. Um, go follow us there. Leave a comment. Share the share the podcast out. Share the YouTube channel out. Um, you know, and everything like that, man. So, hey, did I miss anything? You guys good? Yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm good. All right, we'll, we'll bet, man. We out of here, man. Peace. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>